0: And I invite real people to have vulnerable conversations about how they relate to themselves and what we can learn from that. In today's episode, I speak with Alina, who uses her inner joker to create curiosity and space. Enjoy. Hey, Alina, it's so nice of you to join us. Welcome on the Relating to Self podcast.
1: (laughs) very happy to be here a little bit nervous but mostly happy
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's very welcome come as you are i'm Mm. going to quickly introduce you so you are a love worker sex educator and transformational facilitator as it says on your incredibly beautiful website by the way Mm. such Mm. a beautiful example and we've met through a common friend gali who incidentally was also on the conversations in the podcast um i guess a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and we've met for the first time in real life i believe last summer in berlin when i was visiting and then i remember we had a few very nice conversations about the nature of human relationships and and well how we relate to others but also how we relate to ourselves right mm-hmm. so i'm very happy that you are here to have this conversation with me
1: mm-hmm. Thank you for the invitation. Mm
0: -hmm. So the starting point for these conversations is always the same. Um, the podcast is called relating to self. And my first question is always,
2: when you think of relating to self, what does that mean for you? What comes up? Mm. Hmm. So. I think that, you know, I was thinking a lot about the sort of the relationship between
1: um, love and self-love on the one hand and relating to self on the other, Um, because to me, they are uh, different things. Um, And, but relating to self and the ways that I relate to myself, and I'm saying this in the plural very much, um, are, um, yeah, I feel super important, um, as, a um, as a skill to hone, to be able to get the love to flow because the love for me, self-love is something that is not, um, it's not about myself really, you know, it's not about anything at all. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a state of being, um, but it, sometimes <laughs> for many different reasons, and um, it can be hard to 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 access that and can be blocked. Um, and so taking you know for me, it's really just about kind of have, creating the second between the impulse and the response, right? Um, if I'm able to do that, and take for a moment, step outside and look at myself and look at the situation. Um, with certain eyes, I have that is where my power is to actually you know not be the slave of my impulse in the moment, but to make a choice about how do I want to proceed and how do I want to be? Um, and there are so many parts that live within us, um and there. And there are just as many, if not more, um, sort of eyes through which I can look at myself. And uh, that's, in, I mean, that's a wonderful tool, but it's, I mean, can also be, it's not always a nice thing. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I have uh, thought myself into a corner um, by, you know, trying to sort of juggle all of these different perspectives that I could be taking towards myself right now in this moment, right? Um, and you know, I have a very big um, little naggy voice that always finds fault <laughs> in me, and that that part has a lot to say. And um, you know, for myself, I don't, I don't, for the most part find it very um helpful or kind of f- effective so to say to kind of meet myself uh in a loving way as such to just kind of uh direct love at myself it just doesn't really quite work because it's always going to be the other voice or the other voices let's
2: say but but shouldn't you haven't you um, and so
1: the perspective that, that I, that feels the most, um, that sort of really gets through to me that it changes, it's not always the same thing, but, um, at the moment and sort of in this life phase, I've really come to appreciate the sort of the curious one. Yeah. Meeting myself with curiosity. <laughs> That's one that, that that seems to always do the trick, <laughs> because curiosity is not. It's 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 the one thing that does not add another should or ought or expectation. Yeah, curiosity sort of the joker. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's okay with whatever. It's mostly just well curious. Yeah, to maybe find out something new uh, rather than you know, change or force things in a certain direction. And um, yeah, and that creates space. Um, and I find that space is usually all that I need. Um, if I if I come into a pickle. yeah, you know, I, I, I have the resources within me to get out of it.
2: Yeah. You know? But if I'm trying too hard uh, to push. Well, it doesn't work but curiosity it's um it's kind of like it,
1: it it blows air you know into the whole situation and then i feel like i can then i'm in my element cuz then i can play i can play around you know i can shift things
2: around put them in different places and just kind of experiment <laughs> you know mm-hmm. yeah so so that's that's what i think of mhm
0: when I think about relating to myself. Mm, thank you. There is so much juicy stuff in there. Mm. Well, first of all, I, I'm fascinated by this little phrase that you said in the beginning, uh, which was this mm. idea of you're speaking in the plural when you think about, mm. you know, relating to self and then at several times mm-hmm. throughout your your story you mentioned that you know you have these different voices and different perspectives and
2: mm.
0: it's it sounds as if it's like um, a whole collection of personas or or aspects of yourself that you have learned to work with and live with and mm-hmm. i wonder mm-hmm. if you could tell us a bit more about how you got to meet these different
2: aspects of self and and how you actually interact with them Hmm. Hmm. Um, well, there was definitely um there it definitely started with a je ne sais quoi or
1: you know, it definitely it it sort of it precedes me. I feel like it precedes me. Um, I do feel like it was mostly as I was sort of you know becoming a person and um, becoming aware of myself I, it, that just came with becoming aware of wow you know there's so many different ways um, or modes or just parts of me and there's I it expressed itself in me just taking interest in so many things always um, and you know I, I was just always um, even as a child you know I was just really 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 wanting to explore um, and uh, and travel, you know, um, and what I, I really got a kick out of um, sort of merging into the different worlds that I would be in, you know, um, I really uh, I always really um, loved being with adults because um, they seemed like such interesting, complex creatures. And uh, I it, it was so much fun for me to just kind of to 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 kind of, yeah, to, to, to enter into their world, you know, and to kind of like feel into like what it is like to be them in a way. Um, and so that's also how I developed very much. I, um, how do you know, how do you, how do I choose when there's so much to do and so many ways of being? And uh, I, I really, um, I I really did it through sort of this feedback with with the people that I would meet. Right. So I would I all in all stages of my life. I had people that I looked up to that I admired and. um, And uh, whatever they saw in me, that part became very
2: uh, precious to me. As well, you know, because I wasn't I felt like. I didn't really feel like particularly
1: touched, you know, like, am I going to be like extroverted or introverted or, you know, this or that, good at maths or good at language or whatever. I didn't really, all, everything seemed equally relevant, but I kind of made these choices going along really in, in really listening very closely to 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 yeah to the to the feedback also that i got from the people that that i admired and that i that i uh wanted to learn from Um, and that's something that's really um served me well you know it's and it's not that you know i was never mm, i was never trying to kind of become somebody that other people wanted me to be in that way like I was always very stubborn (laughs) to the to the agony of my mother and grandmother um like even at school I was very often especially in the first years of school um like there was just weren't really children my age that I kind of thought were cool so I just spent a lot of time by myself, and I'm like, fuck that, <laughs> you know, I'm, not, uh, I'm here good with my doll, you know, or car or whatever, you know, if I'm not interested in this, then I need to be here, you know, so it's always very, very clear that, like, just my way or no way, <laughs> but I just wasn't at all, um, like, set on, like, what that way was going to be, you know. Um, And so when these parts that live in me right now, I mean, of course, they've been so much fed by um, by, you know, cultural archetypes, um, by my own experience and, and especially, you know, by my meeting uh pe- people both both good and bad examples you know or examples of what i would st- what wanted to strive towards and examples of what what i didn't want to be like you know i mean i when i was um about like um 12 13 and there was um a person in the friend group and she was very loud and like very dominant and and i i just didn't i just didn't have a good feeling around i felt like there was a lot of I don't know. It felt she was attention-seeking, yeah, and I just, I just didn't jive with her way, and and then at some point, and then she had my same, the same name as well, and at some point, I realized, wait a moment, is this how I appear to people? <laughs> <laughs> and that shocked me, you know, because I never thought of myself that way, you know, but I knew that, yeah, I mean, I am loud and like I do end up sort of in the sort of center of attention a lot of the time. I don't mean it like that, but but what if people can make the difference? Oh, my God, that was I I still remember that because that that really set in motion a huge cascade of development. You know, I mean, I think most of my teens then until my early 20s, like that was the the the, my my main sort of, you know, driver, you know, to 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 just uh, make sure to nurture my humility, you know, and, and empathy and. Um yeah so 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 I th- thank you thank her I'm really am grateful you know for her being in my life in that way Um wow
0: yeah again there's so much stuff in, in what you said is beautiful right this idea of like having others as a mirror and and using that like through your experiences of how you perceive others to look at yourself I think that for me that includes this whole idea of uh, shadow work like everything that bothers you in someone else is probably an aspect of yourself that oh, you haven't hopefully. integrated. Oh, mm-hmm. But what I also really loved about your story was this idea that you said you, you got a kick from merging into these different worlds. And I think mm-hmm. that's really beautiful, this idea of just diving into something that maybe you don't know. And then figuring out how you show up. Like, who am I? In these mm-hmm. circumstances that, mm-hmm. are, that are unknown to me. And mm-hmm. it feels like that's, that's very much like your methodology and, and your drive to, mm-hmm. to look at yourself with curiosity again. And I would love mm-hmm. to come back to this concept yeah. of curiosity that you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, especially in the, um, what you said about like, the curiosity. It doesn't add any shoulds and it manifests mm. as kind of like the archetype of the the joker or or the fool mm.
2: Mm. which then
0: creates space for myself to just be curious and examine myself
2: mm-hmm. i think
0: that's mm-hmm. incredibly beautiful um and that's an interesting way to navigate relating to self that i haven't really encountered much yet like mm. i've i've seen a lot of people who use this archetype of the joker to navigate the world around them but mm. as an internal kind of like mechanism mm. that's fascinating mm. to me so i would love if you could tell us a bit more about how your inner fool is like the the persona that then looks at your other parts
2: and brings this curiosity. How how does that work for you? Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, the first and most obvious, but also very important thing is just
1: the capacity to love about myself. Right. To just take the piss. <laughs> to not take myself so seriously. <laughs> and that's a big one for me because I I'm I'm a, I'm a serious person like I, I t- you know, I take things seriously. Like Things matter so much to me. I care so fucking much too much. Right. So so. It's hard. It's it can be hard for me to let go, you know, and and it, you know, like because I because I, cause I feel like I just want to get the best out of things. Like I just want quality, 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 and everything. And I know I can do it. So, you know, um. So that's a very serious <laughs> way of being, um. And uh, so, so the ability to 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 not be. Because I can tell myself, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so serious. It just doesn't work, you know. I, I, I find a way to work around that, you know. But um, in the moment where I can just really, um, yeah, really take a moment and just kind of like throw everything up in the air and just laugh, like really resonantly it's just i mean it's also physical sensation right i mean sometimes i just do it like it it also comes out as a i'm not it's not sometimes it's an internal little like snicker sometimes i actually laugh and that's so incredibly liberating in that moment you know and again it's sort of that it creates that space you know but so so the other part of that is and it's it's like i guess that's a segue i never thought about that connection but it's you know it's it's a it's a very um, it's about a cert- It's a sensual way for me to re- of relating to myself. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's like really getting out of the of the sort of like the the cogs in the machine and just kind of like dropping back into a very primitive, almost you know, way, but a very, very embodied, very like here and now, like in the senses sort of way. Um, and and then. Um, and, and just, and just, and just feeling that, you know, just feeling for a moment, like what is actually going on. Yeah. Um, and, and just allowing a line that just allowing that to be for a moment also, you know? And then I feel like my mind is always very good at blocking any attempts
2: to like pull it out of it's
1: you know when it goes all berserk you know it's very good at resisting any attempts to just convince it you know like it will it shall not be reasoned with <laughs> but but when i drop into the body yeah it's kind of like and then i can i can um sort of take you know maybe i'll be like a little like mouse you know or like maybe like i'll connect with tiger in me oh you know? whatever like feels right i feel like that, that and that's play you know like i don't need to like find a strategy like hmm like will the mouse be successful in this mission or like should i bring up no like whatever right like that's that's also not taking it seriously just kind of just like dropping into the play and then that actually ends up being very very uh very uh, effective it it always surprised me how how well that works because it's somehow like it it obviates the the machinery yeah and sort of it goes to the to the to the source you know somehow to like to the actual to the to what's what's actually real and what actually matters in that moment you know? um so it's a very yeah, it's a it's a it's a, a combination of the so like the open-minded, the curious, not taking myself too seriously, and just the kind of more wild, jokery, playful, animalistic sensuality.
2: Mm, yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that and because it.
1: Sorry, please go on. Yeah, it's just and and that's because it's so that part is so self-justifying and self self explanatory you know it's just it's just a fact you know um it's it can because it doesn't have to, it shall not be reasoned with it cannot be reasoned with it right it sort of it creates the the the, the basis of a legitimacy of its own existence right and that is ugh, having like something like that you know um to fall 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 back into it's um it's um yeah i mean like i it's just it's it creates a complete shift of perspective in that moment you know and it's so satisfying it's um yeah i've i've, I've, I've rescued myself uh on a number of occasions
2: <laughs> yeah
0: beautiful yeah I, well i love it of course because it brings in the body as Mm. uh, Mm. you know another aspect of how we relate to ourselves and Mm. that's that's been probably the aspect of my own being that has come Mm. the last in in my evolution like that Mm. was the the, the hardest part for me to access
2: totally Mm.
0: and what you talk about this idea of like this the, the fool the joker this laughter being part of this sensual way of approaching yourself and then the way you describe that makes me think of what Esther Perel calls um, eros, right? And mm. eros not just as in the erotic, but also everything that has to do with exploration, with curiosity, mm. with, with mm. adventure. And mm. that sounds very related to, to what you were talking about.
1: Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Beautiful. Then I'm, I'm curious, because it sounds as if you are someone who has many rich and beautiful ways to relate to yourself. But I'm curious if there is also something in your own relationship with yourself that perhaps is still hard or that you're struggling with, what would that be?
2: Yeah, plenty.
1: (laughs) Plenty. No, you know, I just, I just think I've, I've, um, I've got a a nice arsenal of tools to, to um, help myself through the rough patches and, 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 and that's, that is part a, a gift that I'm really grateful for, and part just the result of really putting in the work, also. But that doesn't—I mean, that never goes away, I don't think. Um, I, uh, um, I mean, there—you know—there's some of the obvious ones, just being my own worst enemy, you know, just criticizing myself and like beating myself up, and and um, you know, having lots of compassion and understanding for other people in certain situation, but uh, failing to see that I'm in the same situation and that I'm treating myself very differently for some reason, (laughs) Uh, you know, the whole plethora. I guess that's that we all walk around to some extent. But I, you know, one thing that is that is that um, maybe one wouldn't expect um, or that keeps surprising me is that uh, it's quite there's kind of a trick built in um, to my way of being, which is I, 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 I have so much, um, energy, um, and, um, power, um, and, um, space for, for, for love to come through and, I am very, very grateful for that. And I mostly feel like it's just something that, you know, I'm lucky me, <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah, I've put in some work, but honestly, I, you know, I, 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 it's most of it is out of my, most of it I just, I just, you know, was given to me, you know, by, by my, the way that I grew up and, and my genes and I don't know what, but, you know, so I'm really grateful for that. And I'm very aware of my responsibility also which isn't which is a beautiful thing to me like i love like i feel like in my in my element when i'm able to share this with the world and i would not feel at peace or fulfilled if i if i couldn't wouldn't wouldn't be sharing um this and supporting people however um as a result it kind of uh when i the when i sort of let this become my identity it creates an expectation, right? That I place myself and, and now all of a sudden it's like, well, you have all this energy, like, how dare you not use it? How, like you have a responsibility right now. And so I, it's something that I'm, I only recently really, you know, got a sense of how, how, how how vast it sort of has defined uh, my me that um, I, I would I'm very prone to kind of overstepping my boundaries in some way in little ways. You know, because of that, because I'll be in a situation and I like my intuition is very clear on what I should or should not be doing right now or should I be here or should I not, not be. But then there's this voice, well, but you come on, just get your act together. Like you're here for this. You can do it. You know, you have all the surplus energy. Like you ought to blah,
2: blah, 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 blah.
1: You know, and so I do. You know, and
2: very often. Um, and it's something that yeah, it's not the end of the
1: world, and it's but uh, the more that I am actually making my life about also um, serving uh, love, um, the more awareness that actually that's not negotiable. actually, I have to absolutely um prioritize really and honor, you know, this voice and this intuition and Mm, not overextend myself. Mm. And, uh, and that's a, that's a hard one, like, I've Mm. just about kind of cognitively understood this, but every time that I'm in a situation where I have to implement it, I, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but I struggle a lot.
0: Hmm. Beautiful. I'm, I'm curious and maybe you don't have an answer, but so Mm. in that struggle, of mm. upholding those boundaries for yourself, mm. Mm. which tools do you use? Like, what is it when you notice that that's going on? How do you navigate that? How do you work on this specific problem that you have?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, the, when I realize it's happening, um, the very first thing I do is really come to my breath. Yeah. um, And that's already one way in which I kind of begin to softly extricate myself in a way. Right. And sort of, I cease to let myself sort of be pulled into the situation, but I just return to myself. Um, And, and that, I mean, to be honest, that's kind of, that's, this is it,
2: Mm.
1: you know, Um, this is really it because then then I can also feel into okay like how 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 bad is this you know you know I mean if I'm honest like I'll still kind of do the sort of equation in that moment you know and then maybe I'll say well it's okay you know like I'll just breathe a little bit do a little bit you know just like nurture myself a little bit you know just kind of restock and then give a bit more and then you know, hopefully <laughs> it will find a natural end soon. You know, um, well, but if I if I decide that oh, actually, whew, I I need to not be here, <laughs> um, then being with my breath, um, it's I'm back in myself already. You know, so like now the step is much easier. Well, it's simpler. It's not easier because then it still is. Uh, for me, it just takes courage in that moment. You know it's like i'll have all of these thoughts and then it's also time for the joker maybe to come in and just bamboozle them all away you know just like you are completely irrelevant shut up we're just going to take a step and big like, ho- fall you know kind of feel like plunging you know no. into something that's risky and um and uh so so all all that works in that moment is just to Tell myself to shut up, you know, and to take the take the step. Um, Take, you know, have the have have the courage because in that moment, really, it seems like. uh, Like. It's um, I don't know, it's it's a a very, very strong response in me. I really, really worry, you know, I like my sympathetic system was like.
2: Um,
1: So, so, so it's a combination of returning to myself with breath and then having the courage to just do it. Um, and then I very immediately see how obviously it wasn't nearly as big of a deal as it seemed to be in that moment and that it definitely was the right decision. And that, that's create a sort of, you know, a self-supporting kind of mm-hmm. system over time. Like I do feel like it's becoming easier and easier. Yeah. Like I've been in this situation before, you know,
2: I've learned.
0: Yeah. Um- I've, I've struggled with the same problem often, you know, and I remember this one specific instance that is quite mundane, but I think a good example of, of this struggle between what I had already decided for myself and then what I actually wanted. And it was very simple. It was like, I craved a piece of my favorite cake. There's this beautiful cake shop here where I live. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself to a piece of my favorite cake. So I walked to the shop, which is a bit of a walk, it's not crazy, but you know, it's an effort to get there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then by the time I arrived at the shop, I felt a hesitation. And my normal, like uh, pre-all this work kind of response would be just like, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm here now, I've decided mm-hmm. this like, mm-hmm. you know, half an hour ago, I made the effort to come here. I'm going to mm-hmm. buy my cake now.
2: <laughs> but instead I
0: just like, wait, wait a second, I, I just, I took a breath, like you said. Mm-hmm. took a moment and then i realized that in that moment i didn't feel like having cake at all (laughs) and then i allowed myself Mm -hmm. to go against this voice in my head that said like you're so stupid because you walked all the way here for nothing (laughs) otherwise if you don't Mm -hmm. buy the cake i was like that doesn't matter what matters right now is what i want right now Mm -hmm. and i don't Mm -hmm. feel the cake so Mm -hmm. that's okay and
2: then Mm -hmm. just let go
0: and yeah, I think it, mm-hmm. it's similar to, to what you've been describing in, in the sense mm. that a, it's kind of like almost a conversation between a part of yourself and another part of yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way to go for beating your own sunk cost fallacy.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. what it is.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah, thank mm. you for
0: naming that. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Alina. You're <laughs> What else do I want to ask you? I wrote down so many things. Yes. First of all, maybe it's a bit practical, but I think it's really interesting for people Mm -hmm. who listen to this. When I asked you what was hard for you, Mm -hmm. you said that you have a nice arsenal of tools and somewhere a gift, some required work. I'm really curious if you could just take us through your arsenal of tools. What does that look like? Mm
2: -hmm. Well,
1: (laughs) um, I mean it there's so many different uh kind of layers to it and most of them are just kind of part of my kind of default by now you know so i'm not really like they're not conscious a lot of them mm-hmm. um so 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 i'm thinking you know there's like sort of the cognitive tools in a way and then there's more the kind of the practices and sort of rituals or things like that, you know? So I'm not sure. I mean, because it's a vast territory.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well,
0: Um, okay. Let's, let's make a choice then. I think I'd love to know about your practices and rituals, because maybe that's something that is easier for someone who's listening to this podcast and thinking, Hey, I want to improve my relationship with myself. What can I try? I think cognitive tools are a bit more difficult to mm -hmm. embody fully, whereas Mm -hmm. practices and rituals can be easily implemented. So Mm. if you could talk us through your practices Mm. and rituals, that would be awesome.
1: Mm. Um, Yeah, I mean, so I'm very happy to talk about such things, but I'm also very aware that, um, you know, I I don't have really neat answers for any of these things because it's, um, it changes so much, like something I've become so aware of that I, you know, there's life phases and then there's, Sort of episodes within the phases and um, and uh, and each and every one comes with a completely with completely different you know um, its own character and yeah. its own um sort of things that sort of fit in and um and that to be honest that's what i how i like living as well um so um but definitely something that is always very important and that to be honest i do feel like at this moment i'm really missing um, after this last pandemic year is um, uh, connection to nature Um, and especially for me that's um, swimming or being in water um, I'm, I'm actually a water sign, which I always forget because I feel like I'm so like the fire and the earth elements are so dominant in me and, you know, being in water. I just, oh I feel this every time it's, um, um, that actually I have in my element, but also it feels like it's a, it's, it's really. Um the compensation, I guess, is the word, maybe in terms of also practices and rituals. Like it's always about not necessarily about like a specific thing that I do, but about finding compensation. You know, finding doing something that allows me to bring back balance. You know? Um, because it's not that, mm, you know, if I um, if I'm in the countryside and just kind of, um, um, you know, doing sort of gardening work, whatever, just kind of doing physical sort of things the whole day, that's wonderful. But my mind will also begin to crave some stimulation for itself. And uh, and so that for me would be a way to to honor myself, you know, and to, to really like make a um, to 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 re- respect its wishes <laughs> and go and satisfy them um, you know and takes take time to just kind of you know do for a little bit of mental masturbation <laughs> uh, as an example you know so of course in general it's um um dance is sort of my go-to um constant companion it's something that I've that's always been there um and uh, I can always measure how well I'm doing by how much and how deeply I'm dancing um and how how little I'm thinking about anything else um and how I look and how you know um how it is uh and just really entering it i do have a i do have one practice that is kind of funny um i started doing it when i was a child and it's just stayed uh and that's uh swirling 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 like I've it's like what the, what is it like uh what the darewish do
0: ah yes
1: yeah, like spinning
0: like, around on your own yeah, axis
1: yeah yeah just spinning around um um yeah i like i was really into it when i was a child and i thought it was just kind of past. but instead it's really stayed with me and now i can realize that it's um i can also invoke it i, I don't have to just wait for sort of the moment to feel like it sometimes you know the sort of joker comes out and say like do something differently now <laughs> <laughs> so i'll start swirling you know um yeah. I'm yeah. curious, is
0: that also something like a search for an altered state of mind? Because I know that for example with the with the whirling dervishes, they do it, you know, to obtain this like different um trance like state. Is that for something you've experienced?
1: Sure. Yeah. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. And you know, speaking of altered states of mind, so for sure the psychedelic experience is a very very important also part of my life and um something that you know it's i don't do with that regularity but it's definitely the way i see it and and feel it is really a, a recharge like it's really just i'm plugging myself into the socket of nature and just getting a nice old recharge you know to the brim that's exactly what it is um and um yeah so so really you know anything to me as a practice um, or a ritual that it's anything that allows me to sort of like wash my system you know wash my system clear and and recharge you know it doesn't really have to be a specific thing or about anything in particular you know Um, because many many different things can 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 fulfill that end you know um, and of course, I mean, um, you know, loving myself, um, like physically, <laughs> 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 yeah, super, super beautiful. And, and really making, um, you know, something is nice to like have a quick wank, you know, and that's, a, that's also sometimes a really good sort of, you know, to turn page, something to turn the page. But, um, I mean, really just taking the time, um, you know, touching myself, like, like I would be by my favorite best lover, whatever, you know, just doing, giving to myself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. I I really like this idea of practices and rituals not being like fixed things, Mm. but whatever you feel is needed to, like you said, restore the balance or to clean and recharge. And mm-hmm. um, I really like that because it also allows you to be more flexible with what you need, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I, I do feel sometimes like my my practices are set up in a way that makes it easy for me to access them like mm-hmm. uh, just mm-hmm. in, a, in a routine, I would say. Mm-hmm. So every morning mm-hmm. I sit down for meditation and every morning I journal and so on. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that does feel a bit rigid and sometimes mm-hmm. I allow myself mm-hmm. to also think about like wait. Mm-hmm do I actually need meditation right now, or is that something I do just in order to be able to say, yes, I meditate every day.
1: Right, right. right yeah.
0: Yes. And, and that's, mm. yeah, that's, that's important. And I feel you're very good at that flexibility in knowing what it is that you need and then giving it mm-hmm. to yourself.
1: That's for sure. That's for sure. And I am kind of, I need to compensate more towards the, the discipline side of right, things, you know? Right.
0: <laughs> it's all balance. It's all balance. Yeah. Hmm. Well, as we come to the conclusion of this conversation, Alina, um, I have one more question that I traditionally Mm. ask my guests. And that is, what is the one question that you would have loved to receive in this conversation, but that I didn't ask you?
2: Mm. Mm. The one question that's, I wish they taught in
1: schools and posted on the banners and everybody would be walking around with, (laughs) um, is mm, what's the
2: biggest misconception about love? You know, like what is mm, that sounds like uh, a very big
0: question. (laughs) <laughs> do you have do you have a short answer to that question
1: my short answer is go read uh, from the art of loving <laughs> um but uh yes yes the the biggest misconception is that we think that love is a feeling um and that love is something natural that's just kind of you know that we fall into like passively <laughs> It's not.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely.
2: Mm.
0: Um, beautiful. I, I love the question. I love the vastness of the question. Mm. And I've actually never read that book. So I think mm. I'll give it a go. <laughs> mm. Awesome. Yeah. Alina, yeah. Um, what would you like to share with people listening to this podcast? Is there anything that you have to offer, or can they follow you somewhere? Can they read your thoughts? Can they connect with you in some way?
1: Um, if they like, if you like, <laughs> of course, um, yeah, I mean, it depends if you're interested in, um, in body work, for example, um, or the workshops and they could, uh, head to my, um, my page or my Instagram, which is I embrace, um, or if you like to read thoughts about sexuality, um, and science and art and tantra of it, then Uh, You're very welcome to sign up for the newsletter, for the newsletter of We Feast, um, which is at wefeast.life. Yeah, which I do with my partner in Brian Clara every week, and we put a lot of lot of love and uh, juice into it. And uh, I think some people might enjoy it. Mm.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Alina. I'm going to make sure to post those links very clearly in the description of this podcast okay. so people can find it easily and i'm going to okay. si- sign up like I, <laughs> I didn't know about your newsletter that's wonderful <laughs> yeah. yes and cool. well for people listening i very much recommend just to click on the website even if it's just to see how it, how it's built it's just so beautiful and so so sensual and so alive somehow i, mm. I really i really appreciate it so thank wow. you so much alina for this
2: conversation,
1: yeah, it was such a pleasure, and time just flew by. Um, and I feel like we've just sort of opened, uh, you know, a little, little, little world that I would love to uh, enter with you in many, many more conversations to come, and hopefully mm. in person.
0: In beautiful, Shela. beautiful. I mirror that hope. Let's make mm. it happen, Alina. <laughs>
1: Let's <laughs>
0: have a wonderful day.
1: You too, Yakin. So.
0: If you've enjoyed this conversation, please subscribe to the podcast. You can also read more of my thoughts on Twitter. I will post a link in the description, and if you are interested in improving your relationship with yourself, please subscribe to my email list at relatingtoself.com. I will then send you meditations, rituals, practices, and more of these. Beautiful conversations.
2: Thanks.